Good, good afternoon, New Jersey, New York, and wherever this signal is going, to whoever's house this is playing. I wish this message finds you very well and relaxed, because I'm going to speak about a topic that involves everyone in this planet. Today I'm going to talk about emotions. From my perspective, and from what I believe has a major impact. You see, the topic today for me is more about invisible forces. For example, radiation is an invisible force. Gravity is an invisible force. Electromagnetic energy is an invisible force. So is love. And so is hate. Those two invisible forces of human emotion can impact your life almost more than anything else on this earth. And no, that is not really intellect, but human emotion, what actually moves us to action. Emotions start wars. They also create peace. Emotions can get you to fall in love, get married. But it's also what can get you divorced if you don't manage it well enough. Used effectively, we can use our emotions to experience the most enhanced life we can ever dream of. But it's when we fail to direct our emotions when all the negativities can creep in. If we're going to have an extraordinary life, we have to become the master of these invisible forces called human emotions. We feel different feelings at different times and we, we can be triggered by a, a variety of different things from the environment in general, but ultimately the way you feel is based upon the meaning you give to things. For example, if something really challenging happens in your life, some people make up a meaning like this is happening because God is punishing me because of something I've done wrong. See, the meaning you give to things produces an emotion as a result. If you believe God is punishing you, you're going to have a different feeling and response instead of actions you can take if you think God is challenging you or gifting you with this event. In the middle of a challenge is where my favorite question is asked. What's great about this? If you and I are going to become emotionally fit, then we really have to train ourselves. And most people have a highway to stress and, and fear and worry and upset and like a dirt road to happiness or joy. But you can change that because emotion is a habit. That's right. It is a habit. A habit that you probably created without any intention of recording it that way in your life. You just, you know, it's the way you respond in general. And now since it's the thing that you most do or do the most, is that is now the way you've trained your life to be or to react. If you really think about yourself and want to give, let's say, a gift to yourself, maybe make a, make a decision. 
A decision that says, okay, I'm going to live in a beautiful state of mind. Because when your state of mind is beautiful, so are the meanings you assign to the events around you. Ask yourself, what are you really feeling? It sounds simple. And it is. Usually, the first thing we feel as a symptom of a deeper, more difficult feeling we're avoiding. I'll explain that in a second. For instance, we commonly feel anger at the surface when deep down we're actually feeling rejected or unheard. Or the deeper meaning of feeling sad may be loneliness or abandonment. We may feel uninspired because we have a fear of failure. You see, finding clarity on the true emotion behind your feeling is the first step to overcoming it. Emotions can be so incredibly uncomfortable that it's hard to remember they're actually here to help. They're like life, life's guideposts, let's say, letting us know that what isn't working, right? And suppressing them is never helpful. Instead of pushing down feelings like sadness or anger, work on developing an appreciation for them. This is the right mindset to work with. Even if those emotions are making you uncomfortable in that moment, know that your emotions are there to tell you something. Emotional fitness means you're willing to do the work to find out what that is. I'm going to close with something here that and I didn't want to make it so long because shorter is a better chance that you may retain it better. So I'm going to close here with something I wish you remember forever. Understand negative emotions as action signals. Remember this. Negative emotions, whatever you feel that is negative, is an action, si action signal. Every negative emotion has a message or call to action it's trying to give you. Now here are 10, 10 action signals that show up in your life as negative emotional feelings, but that are only here for the purpose of helping you figure out a much greater different aspect of your life. Let's go over the 10 that I've selected. Number one is discomfort. See, every time I tell you a number and the emotion, imagine how you feel with that emotion, right? And, then exp and I'll explain you what that is. What, what is this hiding and how to use it, okay? So number one is discomfort. This emotion might be telling you that you're suffering from boredom, from impatience, unease, distress, embarrassment. Solution to this. When you feel this way, change your focus. Number two, clarify what you do want and why you want it. And three, refine your actions and try a different approach. Number two, fear. Who doesn't feel that? Now imagine how you feel when you are with fear. Okay, this emotion might be anticipating that something is going to happen and you need to prepare for it. Okay? Solution is 
Number one, review what you're feeling fearful about. Number two, conclude that and which actions you need to take to reverse this. Number three, feeling hurt. We do feel this often or sometimes, but imagine you're feeling hurt right now. This emotion might be telling you that you have an expectation and it has not been met. Right? Sounds about familiar. That's where it comes from. What's the solution to this when you feel hurt? Well, number one, reevaluate that situation. Is there a real loss here? Real. Concrete. Is there a real loss here? Or it's all about you and your ego? Dismember this part. Is there a real loss here? And second, elegantly and appropriately communicate your feelings of loss to the person that may be involved. If there's any person involved. Communicate how do you feel about that only without expecting anything in return. Not explaining yourself in order to gain the person back. Just take a time to say this is how I feel about this. And that's all I want you to know. It will be best at the end. No matter what the outcome is, it will be best if you can express that. Number four, the feeling of anger. How many times do you feel angry during a month, a week? Some people daily, right? Are you the type of person? This emotion might be telling you that an important rule or standard that you hold for your life has been violated. Anger. Solution to this is, one, change your perception of it, but really dive deep into the way you feel here and change what is creating this perception. Change your procedure how you acting towards it and then change your behavior. It's a whole combination of change from you, from your perspective. If you can manage to change the perspective about this, you won't feel angry. You shouldn't. It can create other more negative effects in your health. If this happens often. Number five is the feeling of frustration. This emotion might be telling you that your brain believes you can be doing better than you currently are. Frustration. Some part in you believes that you can do better. Solution to this is number one, become more flexible. More understanding. Number two, find a role model who has already done something similar to what you want. Take the time to research who is doing something similar. Read their story. And you will see that frustration is the leading tool to become better at something. And three, get fascinated by what you can learn to help you better handle this challenge. What can you learn to get better at it. Number six, the feeling of disappointment. 
If you feel disappointed, this emotion might be telling you that an expectation you had is probably not going to happen. It is what it is. And there may be nothing that you can do about it. So feeling disappointed is not going to do any better. So if you can control this from your understanding point of view, let your intelligence take over and say, you know what, I'm not going to get anything feeling this way when I can't reverse it. So solution to this is number one, change your expectations for appreciation. What is there in that situation that's not happening now that you can appreciate? Number two, set a new goal or a new standard, depending. Have the capacity to say, you know what, I'm going to go for another goal. I don't agree much in the changing the goals as much as changing the way to approach the goal. But sometimes when you're really disappointed and you know something is not happening, then if you know it's not going to happen, then you, you may change the goal. Depends. If there's something that you want to go for in life, I wouldn't give up on that. If you're disappointed because you can't reach it, you want to change the strategy, not the goal. But sometimes when you know that that's not, goal, that's not a goal for you, then you may want to change the goal. So it's really your deep analysis what's going to take over at the end. Number three, realize that it may be simply happening later. And like I said, or not meant to be. But you have to come to this realization, okay? Sometimes you have to let go. It's another part in another art in life. Knowing when to let go. And that's okay. You don't, you don't want to be tied up to things that won't make you progress because they're not happening for you. Not everybody, not everything is meant to happen in your life. When you can see it on time, then you're good. Number seven, the feeling of guilt. This is a tough one. This emotion might be telling you that you have, you have violated one of your highest standards and you must do something immediately to correct it. Solution to this is first acknowledge it. Be in tune with the feeling. Okay, this is the way I'm feeling. Number two, if you can, don't repeat it ever again. Why do you want to be doing the same things over and over to feel guilty again and again? Learn from it. That's why it's there, so you can learn from it and don't do it again. Number three, utilize guilt to drive you and to hold yourself to a higher standard in the future. Sometimes we just feel guilty because, because of negligence, meaning you know you did wrong, but you didn't mean to. But now you have that refer reference point and you can act upon that reference point and say, I, I don't do it again. I would never do this again. I would never do this again to this person. Now, this is a new standard for you. So utilize the guilt to drive you where you want to go next. Number eight, the feeling of inadequacy. Inadequacy. You know what that means? Well, this emotion might be telling you that you presently don't have the necessary skill level for the task you're trying to accomplish. That's very possible. Sometimes we're aiming too high, higher than what we realistically can reach. But this feeling is right because 
if you don't come across the feeling of inadequacy, how do you know when to acquire new skills and what skills, right? So a solution to this feeling is tell yourself, I may be inadequate today, but I can start a repair to correct it. Number two, understand it's about making progress towards that what you want. Not being perfect. Sometimes you, you need more time, need more skills, both. You need better connections. You need something more from yourself. So inadequacy is actually going to get you better if you really want to keep pushing towards what you want. And number three, well, you can also find a mentor. Mentors are always good at every level. Sometimes a mentor is only good for one level. Some mentors are good for a couple levels. But make sure that you're always finding a mentor for the level that you're trying to reach. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a big shortcut. The ninth feeling is uh, the feeling of being overwhelmed. It's a horrible feeling. But this emotion might be telling you that you need to reevaluate and select what's most important today. Okay, so solution to this is uh, number one, decide what are the most important things to focus on and that you can control. Number two, make a list, then prioritize. What do you do first, second, third, tenth? Just do it. This is the way it's done. Don't, don't trust your mind to hold everything in your life. Make lists. Number three, tackle the first thing on the list and continue to take action one after another until you master what you want. You will see that that feeling of overwhelmed will start to fade away when you are more in control of each thing that you need on the list. And number 10. Number 10 is the feeling of loneliness. I think we all feel lonely at, at a point or another. When this is permanent, then it can become a problem. But it's, if it's happening sporadically, then you can deal with this. You can, you can own this and make it work with you. The emotion of loneliness may be telling you that there's a need for connecting with people, right? Because loneliness is not about having more work or less work or walking the street with somebody really. It's not really about that. It's really about connecting with people. The feeling is nothing else but something with people. So if people are not present, you may get these feelings once in a while. Knowing that you have someone you can count on. Even if you don't see the person every day or those people every day or continuously. But it's important that you know you have a backup for any time that you are feeling blue. Solution to this is identify what kind of connection is that you need now. Because sometimes it's always about people, but sometimes we feel that we need to be loved. Sometimes we feel that we need to talk to somebody and we don't have nobody to talk to. So the point is identify what kind of connection you need. And second, obviously reach out to connect to somebody that is identified with that source of emptiness that you have. But you have to identify it. Why am I feeling like this? 
because I don't have a person to be with, because I'm not in love with anybody, because I'm in love with the wrong person, because person doesn't love me back, because I I don't know who to talk to about my work situation, whatever it is, find out what the source is. Since I, I told you that the types of loneliness can be different. At the end, just remember that the quality of your life is the quality of the emotions you consistently feel. And there is no way around this. Your life depends on the quality of the emotions that you consistently feel. Remember this. And I just gave you 10 key apparent negative emotions. But remember that are, those are signals. They're nothing negative. If anything, they're positive. Signals come to help you. And they don't come through through the mail or, or through the email or through a text message. They come through you. You have to feel it in order to know what's working, what's not working, and how to reverse it if you want. So they come to you through feelings, okay? That's why they come, to help you figure it out. If you didn't feel anything, how would you ever solve your, your, your life? If something didn't come through an emotion. It's practically impossible. We'll be robots. We'll just function based on programs, right? But we, human beings, function based on emotions. And it's good that you know this. I really expect this helping you. If necessary, listen to this a couple more times because there's something here that will kick in when you really get a deep understanding of what this means of the signals that present themselves in your life through emotions, through feelings, in your mind, body, and spirit. I hope you revisit the channel and you can always send me a message. You can email me directly if you like. If you have any questions or comments at yangmind0 at gmail.com. That's Y-A-N-G-M-I-N-D-0 at gmail.com. Thank you very much for being part of this journey of mine, of yours. And that perhaps together we can figure out how to better live how to provide values to each other. And if you want more values, I have a group which is called Who Am I? A Facebook group called Who Am I? And it's all about exchanging values. If you want to go directly to there and request being part of it, go to facebook.com slash groups slash reshape your self-image okay hope to see you soon and i hope i come across to you and your stories and one day we can share them okay and you're welcome to come hit me up to join the podcast because i am always interviewing people not only about their skills but also about their valuable lessons in life have you gone through anything in life that you believe can add value to somebody else? How do you manage to resolve that part? How do you do? How do you think through it? 
that's the people that I want to interview because this group is all about helping others reshape their own values. There's been there has been Emilio here from New Jersey. And let's keep connected. Ciao.